0: Yeah! Hello and welcome to the Football Glory Hole Podcast. With us the on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, or on iHeartRadio, we thank each and every glory hole seeker for tuning in this week. Hi, I'm your host, Bo Cephas, and I'm joined as always here on the sports patio by my good buddy, Longhorn. Longhorn, what's up, buddy?
1: All right, all right. Woo, Bo Cephas, here we go. NFL Week 13, and we are having one of our best NFL seasons ever, as a matter of fact, we are three and a half points behind first place in our super contest. And that son of a gun pays out six figures to first place. So Woo! in the, that's right. So in the words of the great Jake Taylor from major league, and you can finish the quote for me, Bo Cephas, I guess there's only one thing left to do. Let's go win the whole fucking thing. That's right buddy And when we do win that whole fucking thing And we hit up that Vegas Bunny Ranch Will you be going with the Will you be going with the voluptuous blonde With the giant cans Or the fire crotch redhead with the giant ass Uh give me the blonde with the big old boobies Good Cause I'll take anything Now whether you are here for the funny It's a quest for fun I'm gonna have fun and you're gonna have fun we're all gonna have so much
0: fucking fun, we'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doo
1: out of your assholes. Or you are here for the money. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil doesn't fucking have any. They say money can't buy happiness? Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. You have come to the right place. Two questions for you people. Do you like football? What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. You ask a lot of stupid questions. My apologies, Mr. President. I'll do better.
0: Do you like money? I'm a big fan of money. I like it. I use it. I have a little. I keep it in a jar on top of my refrigerator. I'd like to put more in that jar. That's where you come in.
1: That's right, Adam Sandler. That's exactly where we come in. And we have weekly, monthly, and yearly packages to fit your needs. Go to our website, thefootballgloryhole.com, and hit us up for those free picks premium picks, and betting strategies so you can bet football the right way, the winning way, the football glory hole way. Y'all know the drill by now. We will make you laugh. (laughs) We will make you cringe. Holy Santa Claus shit. But most of all, baby, we will make you a shit ton of money. Woo! 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 Ow! Love that money! Now, since we are that good and people do love us, we have an additional YouTube show in collaboration with 105.3 The Fan in Dallas called The Degenerate with world-famous R.J. Chappie. Murray,
0: and against Zana, left side, swings this one, Holloway for three. And I set fire to the rain, Watch this pour as I touch your face.
1: Now, with all that business out of the way, Welcome, welcome to the world's number one football capping podcast, Bo Cephas, as always. Here on the sports patio, we got all five TVs going. We got the beer heavily flowing, and right now it's everybody's unfortunate favorite part of the show. My friend, tell the people all about your horrible, fucking disgusting, choice of the week. Well, thank you very much, sir,
0: sir. Tonight I am drinking a St. Arnold's Christmas Ale as we have turned the calendar to December. Mm. Uh, It's out of St. Arnold's Brew in Houston, Texas. Very good beer. Three and a half out of five stars on the beer app. And it starts to get me into that Christmas spirit, Longhorn. It's something about the spice and the aroma. Mm -hmm. It reminds me, you know, when you put up that Christmas tree every year and the mistletoe. And it also reminds me of uh, your third wife who, as I like to recall, used to take a uh, sprig (laughs) of fresh mistletoe and check the yuletide of your backside, if you know what I mean. And, uh, you know, she liked to make her call you or she liked to make you call her Mrs. Claus while wearing a reindeer harness, bells (laughs) and all. Man, she was a sweet gal and everyone here at FGH
1: misses her dearly. No, no, no. See, once again, you're getting the wives confused. Wife number three laid there like a dead fish. Wife number four, <laughs> w- wife number four was the one that you're referring to. Get it right.
0: <laughs> oh my God. My bad. All right, boys and girls, we're getting the podcast now. We're going to give you free picks. We're going to go over that god, that bad. And they hard you fucking kidding me and we're gonna give you every and i mean every goddamn win in the nfl coming in the air tonight but right now up front it's time to get you paid once again as we have been doing week after week with the college free pick of the week and this week that is gonna be marshall minus 23 and a half versus rice i had a pretty good spiel on this on the dinner today please check that out on three, the fan, like my buddy, said. Basically, what you need to know on this is both teams have had a lot of time off due to COVID. Although, it has not been their COVID issues. It has been the other team COVID issues. So, what we equated this to was basically bowl layoffs. So, we looked at how these two teams do in bowl games. And Longhorn, since 2010, the number one ATS percentage team again in all bowl games is the Thundering Herd at Marshall. They are 6-1 in those nine seasons now rice is two and one as well however they have not played a ball game since 2014 so none of these players have played in a ball game or anybody on this coaching staff they're not having the experience that marshall has and this is not a neutral site game it's marshall at home and by our power rankings this is a very lopsided affair marshall should be about a 29 point favorite we're only laying 23 and a half big time value here go
1: thundering hurt And once again, Randy Moss is the (laughs) (laughs) X-Factor.
0: All right, boys and girls, now that we got you paid, it's time for us to get paid. And we're going to get paid from our sponsor, and our sponsor this week is BetAnySports.eu. I said bet. Hey! Sports.eu is the only place to go for online gambling. All sports of the name suggests. If you want to bet How many things Longhorns are gonna get shoved up his rear in this Christmas? They got the over (laughs) and under on that too, baby. They got poker. Full casino games. They advertise reduced juice minus 105. In most situations, same day payouts. They welcome Bitcoin. They have the widest selection of props, parlays, and teasers on the internet. People, go to betinisports.eu, put in go Cold word glory hole. Get a 35% sign-up bonus today. What does that mean? It means you put us $1,000, you get back thirteen fifty. You take their free money with our picks. You're going to win money on top of money on top of fucking money, baby. It's betanysports.eu. One more time, I said bet. Hey! Sports.eu, code word, glory hole. And
1: now it's time for the good. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, that's just fucking great. That's just fucking great. The bad.
0: This is bad. Is bad? Well, that's fucking not good. And the are you fucking kidding me?
1: Are you fucking kidding
0: me? Are you fucking kidding me?
1: God damn it, are you fucking with me?
0: Alright boys and girls, as always, we start with the good, and the good last week, like my buddy mentioned, was fucking PUS, baby, in the NFL, yet another winning week yet another four and one in the super contest and we are fucking rolling baby
1: yeah i mean five weeks left in the contest three and a half out i mean you do the math but let's let's just go let's just go get it man let's get it
0: love it and now we gotta tell on ourselves with the bad and the bad is us in college and boys and girls this one's on me I'm mostly our college guy, I'm working like hell to try to get it right, and hopefully it starts this week, and honestly, for the first time in a few weeks, I actually feel really good about our picks this week, so I
1: think this is the week we fucking turn it around, baby. Yeah, uh, the China, China people got us again, they've been getting us all year on this fucking college, I don't know why it's, I mean, I I guess it's explainable why it's affecting college more than it is NFL, um you know it's young younger kids a lot more kids a lot more moving parts uh and just man it's been a it's been a hell of a year in college but you know i have faith in you you're gonna get it fixed out fixed or figured out and fixed and we're gonna stack some wins and we're gonna pull ourselves out of this in college god damn right
0: and now we move on to the are you fucking hmm. what's it gonna be and this week. That award goes to Anthony Lynn, head coach of the Chargers. Uh, To reset the game for everybody, we had LAC plus five and a half. And those assholes had the ball at the one one yard line with one minute left at the time of the completion to the one. Then you proceed not to spike it, (laughs) but instead you run the ball up the middle. Not successful. Now you're down to 24 seconds. You finally decide to throw it incomplete because it was rushed and you really didn't have a play. Now you're down to three seconds left. Buffalo at this point has mercy on you and calls a timeout. (laughs) At which point, Coach Land decides to send the field goal unit out and then literally realizes, on fucking camera mind you, he points up and says oh, we only have time for one more play. He rushes the offense back out. (laughs) And his rookie quarterback has no play and has no <laughs> clue what to do, but he knows he can't take a delay of the game, so he just yeah. lines up and gooses the center real quick to get the fucking quarterback sneak. Yeah. None of the offensive linemen prepared for that. Nobody fires off the ball, and he gets buried four yards in the backfield. <laughs> game over from the one, and we lose. God damn
1: it! I'm... Was- I'm so glad you picked this game because we were watching that live and I i mean, you, should, you would think, what is this week? That was week 12. You'd think we'd be used to it by now. That He has no clue what he's doing on that sideline and you know, he's a walk around coach. He doesn't call the defense. He doesn't call the offense as far as, you know, as far as I know, I don't think he does. So he literally, his only job is to watch the game and manage it and he can't do it. They have got to get a real coach in there for that young kid, Herbert, um, or we're going to be watching stuff like that for many, many years to come.
0: All right, boys and girls, it's time you've all been waiting for. It's time for all those wins that are coming in the air tonight, baby! And Longhorn, we're going to start with no doubt what is the game of the week on the slate. We're going to start in Chicago with those Bears are minus three versus your Detroit sons, fat ass having lions.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a horrible place to start, buddy. Um, but I will say, <laughs> before we get started, let me just say, and we talked about this a little bit uh, before, before recording, this week... I am not seeing things well, you know, this happens occasionally, you know, as, as handicappers, sometimes the weeks line up really well. And actually most of the time for us, like it's very rare for, um, for me to, to look at the lines and be, and just be not seeing it clearly, but I'm going to be quite honest. I'm not seeing things right this week. Um, and I, I hope it's, I hope it, I hope it doesn't show up in the, in the handicaps, but, um, and, you know, obviously we have the computers to pull us through and they're fucking killing it this year. So I'm not real worried about it. Just a little disclaimer that, you know, for people that listen to me and, and um, you know, because we break down every game, not just, not just two or three or four like some people do. We break them all down. So just a disclaimer, you know, I, I, I don't feel good about this week. But let's head to Chicago, of all places. And, of course, like you said, Coach Pencil is out. Um, and the word out of Detroit, is that the they want to play fast. They want to play faster. They want to get a little tempo going. And um, have you, do you have any information, recent information, Bo Cephas, on Galladay and um, Swift?
0: Uh, I do not. I think Galladay should be close to a go, and Swift should almost certainly be a go. He was a, literally <clears> – <throat> I mean, Schefter tweeted on Sunday morning he was going, right. or Thursday morning he was going, and then he didn't. So surely he's going.
1: Yeah, I would think he's going, but but to be quite honest, I think Galladay is pretty much the MVP of this team, It's certainly the offense. Um, you know, ha- when he plays, they're a completely different offense, and when he doesn't, they just they just they they struggle, they struggle mightily. Um, I did I did, however, get a chuckle um, when Gall on social media Galladay liked a post that said that the coach was fired. So that's the that's the classic burn. <laughs> that's the classic burn there. Um, you know, if he's if he's going th- this, it's funny that you started here because this is one of the many games where I'm just I just can't really. I can make a case for both sides specifically if Galladay is going to play, because if Galladay is going to play and they are catching three points, I'm going to lean that way, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know. If he's out, then I just can't roll with this team. If Gaudy's out, bottom line, I cannot roll with Detroit. Stafford has been and as high on him as I was and as high on Detroit as I was coming in this season. Apparently I was way wrong on the coach and, you know, jury's out on Stafford because without Galdy, that dude's kind of garbage too. And I'm not seeing, I'm not liking what I'm seeing from his energy this year. I'm not liking what I'm seeing from some of his, uh, game time to deci- sit or game decision making. So, you know Chicago has a dead coach and a dead quarterback walking also, so that's not i it's not ideal to back them either. Um, but with with that number on that just solid three, if Galladay plays, I'm gonna lean Detroit. If he doesn't, give me Chicago. I know that's pretty weak, but what do you got?
0: Yeah, I'd have to lean with you and in my buddy's defense, this is one of the weakest uh, weeks that we've had on the computer agreement. So. Mm, Obviously, mm. even the computers are very, very uh, confused this week. They are very, very uh, 50-50, and like we said, when if you're new to the podcast, when our algorithms disagree, they are 50-50 historically, maybe a percentage point here, percentage point there, one side or the other, but basically, you're not going to win money either way mm. when they disagree, so this is a disagreement game, Yeah, this is, and there's very few agreements this week, so... That's probably the reason why you've had such a tough time with it. Uh, but our power rankings overall do agree to Detroit, and our power rankings overall are 17 games over 500, and that's in all games this season. So if we, yeah. just, if, if we were crazy and we said, hey, we're going to bet every fucking game, every fucking Sunday, we'd still be up 17 units because that's how fucking good we are. <laughs> so gotcha. they do lean Detroit. It is a small lean, but... With the three, if you and it's three all across the board, I see no movement. I see no juice going either way. It, it's almost like everybody's kind of scared to bet this game because mm-hmm. there's been no movement at all. But I'd have to all lean right. with you with the three and the Lions. And if Trubisky's going to play as bad as he did last week, holy shit, look out! Yep. All right, moving on. Those my hammer Dolphins. They are hosting the Cincinnati once again bungles, although they mm. did cover last week. <laughs> And they are minus 11.5 at home.
1: Yeah, they did cover um, somehow that game. Um, This game, however, has disaster written all over it for me. Um, Like you mentioned last week, they got the cover, but it took a kick return touchdown in the first half for Cincinnati and Daniel Jones going down in the second half for Cincinnati to get that cover. And they still needed a backdoor late touchdown um, to to get that cover. So, uh, yeah. Man, with, with – with and I know Cole McCoy has been in the, in the league for a long time, okay, but, you know, don't he's not you, the top – Don't you dare. <laughs> you know what? Cole I'm McCoy, not going sir. to. Yeah, I'm not going to. Let's pass on that. Uh, Cincinnati, you know, they, they had a new quarterback, Allen I think is his name, and they didn't get shit out of him. He didn't do a fucking thing in that game. Um, and now he gets to go – now he has to go against the Miami pass defense, which is just nasty. Ball hawking and nasty uh, so this game could be a lot rougher for him than it was against uh new york uh, now miami can be had in the running game like we've talked in the past but cincinnati is just not the team that can get that can exploit that they don't have the offensive line or the running back at this point to do it um so i can i know the number's huge but i can only lay that number here and take and take miami
0: yeah, this is just a nasty game. Another another computer disagreement, uh, which is crazy to think. Like even <laughs> because I mean the computers with think, that number, yeah, with that number and you know with, um, Burrow being in all, all year and everything because it it just keeps computing numbers right. It doesn't take into account who plays and who doesn't. And that's where we come in. Mm-hmm. But it still is a disagreement at that number, which is insane. That tells you how bad a football team Cincinnati really is. Uh, the crazy thing to me is the over unders. 42 and a half. So, if mm-hmm. Miami does cover this game, it's going to be an abysmal fucking blowout, which it very well probably can and will be, like you said, uh, with Man. whatever the fuck their quarterback's name is, going up against that Miami defense and how good they are in the past. And Tua is expected to play, the last that I heard. Not that, I mean, at this point, to me, Tua, Fitzpatrick, it's I mean, nothing I, I nothing, same. Yeah, I, there's been a lot of fought or whatever, but from a Vegas perspective, they're even quarterbacks. It's it's it, it really doesn't matter. Uh, so, yeah,
1: yeah I, saw, I saw Fitzpatrick just <clears throat> you know against the Jets. Was it the Jets he played last? One? Was that who they played? Yeah, Jets. Yeah, I just I mean they scored 20 points. I mean, <laughs> I mean at this point, yeah, Fitzpatrick can can blow up and have a big game. We know he can, but uh, you know on a whole, there's there's no discernible difference between those two to me.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. All right, moving on. We're going to go down to Houston. And it's pronounced Houston with an H, not Houston, as some people like to say it. And those Houston Texans are hosting those Indianapolis Colts, and they're three-and-a-half point home dog.
1: Houston. Okay, this this game (laughs) feels like it's just going to be close all day, and the last one with the ball wins. Uh, to me, and then these type of games usually they usually land on three or less. So I actually really really like the value here on Houston. Did you just say it was three and a half still? Three and a half. Okay, good. Get that hook. Um, Indy got exposed last week a little bit, and the loss of their left left tackle Castanza. Uh, I think it's Costanza. I just call him Costanza because of Seinfeld. I like the way it sounds better. And the possible loss of <laughs> <laughs> and the possible loss of their center. Uh, in this game, he might not play either. You've got a statue quarterback in Old Man Rivers that could be troublesome when you start when you start losing, you know, offensive linemen, multiple offensive linemen with a statue quarterback. That that's that's not good. Now on the other side of the ball, Watson is playing some of his best football of his career. I am worried about the Fuller suspension and how that's going to affect uh, affect him and affect them as a, as an offense. But really. And, and, and truly, when when a quarterback gets locked in like this, and they and they start playing like a truly great quarterback, it usually doesn't matter a whole lot. Especially a quarter, uh, a receiver like Fuller. I mean, let's not, let's not pretend like he's Hopkins or anything. I do know that he's important to their team. But like I said, when the quarterback's playing at the level that Wat, Watson's playing at, losing Fuller should not should not factor into this too much. Um, now, getting the getting. The three-and-a-half points at home, I'm going to lean to Houston here. What do you got?
0: Yeah, I'll lean with you. I like Houston here. Um, we told you that last week. It Was it last week we had Houston or the week before? I can't remember.
1: Depends on who they are. I got to remember we, who they played.
0: We were, we were talking about, in other words, we, we've talked about what a great season Watson's had uh, relative to his career. He, he is on pace by far to have the best year of his career, which is amazing considering the fact that he lost his – best weapon, and probably the best receiver in football. I don't even think that's arguable at this point. But yet, he's still putting up these numbers. Mm -hmm. The fuller thing does worry me a little bit, but if you look at the total of this game, it's 51. So, I think that leads credence to what you said, you know, last one with the ball wins. Vegas obviously still expecting a lot of points in this game. And if you're expecting a lot of points in a game where the other team's best strength, right, Indy, is their defense, which is really good defense, then... And it's only three and a half. That kind of tells you that Houston is going to stay in the game. You know, math, I mean, just the simple math of it will tell you that. And Houston's going to stay in the game. Got Watson with the ball in his hand. And we got the hook. Yeah, I love Houston here. All right. All right, moving on. those Minnesota Vikings are hosting my Jacksonville Jaguars. And they are Mm -hmm. 10-point home favorites.
1: All right, so... Last week, Minnesota barely beat Carolina, but it was a very deceiving, um, you know, win, I guess. They they didn't cover, but it was deceiving because Carolina had two defensive touchdowns uh, and Minnesota also had a fumble punt return. Could have easily, easily been a blowout uh, for Minnesota in that game. And Jacksonville, of course, you know, look, they've served us pretty well. This year, I would say, like if you go back to track record of, of, of us in Jacksonville this year, it's been it's been okay, you know, especially especially of late, um, you know. But this one just feels like it's primed for a Minnesota blowout. Uh, Minnesota is getting Thielen back, and Cook will not have another subpar performance uh, against this bad Jacksonville defense. I'm going to lean to Minnesota here. Um, you know, I don't I don't really see, you know, at, at some point Jacksonville is. You know, they've been fighting hard all year. At some point, do they just, you know, pack it in and say, all right, that's enough? I guess a team explosive like Minnesota, that might be a time to do it, especially in the second half if it gets out of control. So, I do actually look for Minnesota to extend this lead into the uh, well into the double digits. So, lean Minnesota.
0: Yeah, our Jags have done us well, or my Jags have done us well this year. They let us down a little bit. Was it last week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. It was, against
1: it was when they played Pittsburgh. They yeah, when us they played
0: Pittsburgh, though, that's down. Uh, no, yeah, last week they covered. So, what's surprising to me on this is that the public did not react to, or at least the market did not react to, what you just talked about in Minnesota, didn't even cover against Carolina. So, that's what's most surprising to me, and I think most telling to me because. Usually, when you see a team in Minnesota that does not have a good record, right, uh, most most people think, you know, Kirk Cousins, you know, he sucks, whatever, he's okay, Minnesota are okay, and Jacksonville has been doing as well as they have, especially against the spread, I know they haven't won a lot in games, but again, we're talking about the marketplace, for them to walk in 10-point dogs, actually, they walked in 9-point dogs, this went up. To ten, it's at ten and a half in some places, mm-hmm. so the market's even pounding Houston or, or Minnesota even more. That just kind of tells me that you're on the right side on this, one, buddy. And again, I was really shocked that the uh, computers did not select Jacksonville yes. as they've
1: selected it yes. so many times, but they didn't. They're like, now nah,
0: we're good. We're and good." And this is
1: a and this game's a perfect example of why I just feel like I'm not seeing it right because normally the whole entire year you're getting Jacksonville in ten versus you know a team that's not great i mean i wouldn't even think twice about it i mean i'd, I'd be like yeah jacksonville plus 10 all year long it's what i'm doing but you know I, everything was pointing me to minnesota in this game and i'm <laughs> game after game i started digging in i'm like what the fuck i am my initial reads are not lining up with when i do the research and i'm just like questioning myself all week <laughs> like what is wrong with me this week
0: yeah and like i said that that's it was a, like, when I ran the numbers, I was like, yep. I, I mean, Jacksonville's going to be play, of course. And then, nope, not a play. I'm like, okay. so right. it, You know, I mean, that's kind of one of those things. But here's what I will say, last thing in this game. Last week, uh, Cousins, noontime Cousins, did not cover. Boys and girls, he covers 60% of the time at noon. Mm-hmm. This game's at noon. He ain't going to lose two in a row. Zimber's nope. not going to lose two in a row against the spread. So go Vikings. All right. All right, moving on. We're going to New York for those J E T S Jets Jets Jets, yes! and they are a consensus eight and a half point home dog to our Las Vegas Raiders.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, buddy, this is our uh, this is this is our world famous Longhorn hates the computers games game because. Look, I I know the computers are on, va- on on the Jets and um you know it's not a horrible not a horrible theory there you know with, with Jets at home catching those points, um but it's like Vegas, the first time all year too that we've had to bet the Jets. Uh,
0: I can't remember I can't remember betting them any other time.
1: Is that right? I I, go, yeah. I, I feel like we may have had them. At, I don't know. We yeah no we had them against uh the the Chargers when they when they cover against the Chargers. I know we had that game.
0: Yeah, you know what? I think we had them then. I think we had them in the game they covered against Buffalo. So, I think they are two and 0 for us.
1: Yeah. Um not going to I'm going to I'm going to buck the computers here because Vegas is coming <laughs> off their worst performance of the season. Um, it just feels like a bad spot to me for the Jets. Um, 60% of the money is coming in on Vegas, so you know, you, you got the money support there, which isn't I guess it's not totally shocking, but actually at home with an the, with the over-touchdown, that's a little surprising. You would think that would be a little closer to even uh, with the Sharps evening that out uh, some. Um, now, look, I do hope that the – I hope the west to east can come through here uh, big for us and and, um, and get that win. Um, and I don't think the Jets want to go winless, so maybe they, they think this is a game that they can steal. But, buddy, sorry. As much as it pains me, Longhorn hates computers and Eileen Vegas.
0: All right. Well, here's why you're going to be wrong, and here's why we're going to win. <laughs> okay. Vegas is not a good football team. In fact, by our power rankings, they're below average. They have been outgained on the season. They have been outscored on the season. And when you look deep dive into the games, when you start to see a pattern, what you start to see a pattern is what the games they have one ATS, and that's against teams that aren't very good against the run DVOA, right? Because this team is built to run. That's how Gruden built them. They drafted Josh Jacobs. They want to run the ball. They're biggest fuck up front, as Antonio Brown once famously said. <laughs> um, they've covered against Denver, who is nineteenth DVOA run defense. They've covered against the Browns, who's 20th, DVOA, run defense. They've covered against the Chargers, who's 31st, DVOA defense, and Kansas City, who is 32nd, run DVOA defense. And just remember, they didn't only cover against Kansas City twice. They're the only loss for Kansas City straight up in the season. Now, if you flip that to the other side, their two worst losses of the season and their two biggest gaps, ATS margin, We're against Atlanta last week, which we had, plus three. And my buddy said right here on the podcast, (laughs) hit the fucking sounder, and he nailed that shit. Atlanta, sixth best run DVOA defense. defense, And Tampa Bay, who is the number one DVOA run defense. Now, they did lose both of those games straight up. Worst losses of the season. But more importantly to us, in those two games, Vegas was... A combined 62 points away from just pushing on ats in other words they were 31 points per game worse than vegas expected them to be so with the best DVOA run defense defenses las vegas face that's where you've seen the biggest variance to what vegas expects them to do well the jets yes the lowly jets have the 8th best run DVOA defense in the league. Now, flipped at the other side, the Jets have covered three games. One against the Bills, which we talked about, but you can't really grade that too hard because they did lose the other cover, so you lose some of your margin there. But they also covered against the Chargers, who are 23rd in adjusted sack rate, and against New England, who is 28th in adjusted sack rate. Well, Las Vegas is the 31st adjusted sack rate in the team, or in the league, sorry. So if you give Flacco or Darnold, it's going to be Darnold this week, time to throw, let them be comfortable. They do at least go get the cover. And if you watch the Degenerate program, I did give the Jets on the money line as the fourth leg of the pizza money parlay. Okay, okay. Plus the 290. I think this could be, I'm not calling the sounder, but I think it could be their first win of
1: the season. I
0: think the Raider collapse (laughs) might just be on.
1: Yeah, and I don't hate that because, like, this is a, you know, looking at the remaining schedule for the Jets, this is a great chance to grab that one win. Nobody wants to go 0-16, so I, you know what? You talked me out of it. I'm pulling back. My longhorn hates the computer's. Uh, pick here because there's plenty more to come later so i'm pulling it back on this one (laughs) pulling it back
0: all right we're gonna move on to Hot Atlanta with those falcons that won us that money and hit the sounder for my fucking buddy won you guys fucking money they're hosting those new holland saints and they are three-point home dogs here
1: yeah you said it was a brilliant call last week and of course you know no one expected it to be a, the blowout that it was but you know what that's the way it goes and no, i don't give a shit if i hit the sound and get a win we will take it to the bank um you know but listen if there's if there's one team in the nfl that you don't want to back back-to-back weeks or be on back-to-back weeks it is Matty slush in atlanta uh new orleans is you know they're they're about as steady of a fucking team as you can get in all phases of the game no real weaknesses to speak of besides the quarterback of course right now because he's not good but I think he can do enough to move the offense uh, you know up and down the field enough to get the the cover on this short number and the reason that he can do that is because this New Orleans defense my god they are they are amazing they are climbing the charts on defensive uh, efficiency rankings they and not let's not forget two weeks ago they destroyed this Atlanta offense Um, so it ain't gonna take much out of New Orleans to get this cover on the short number so I can only lean to New Orleans here I know that's not a popular pick I know a lot of people are taking uh, Atlanta and the points at home here with the way they've been playing as of late but man no way man give me New Orleans at that short number with that defense it just that's the only way I can play what do you got
0: so two things. One, if you lean with my buddy, you can get New Orleans minus a two and a half at BetMGM, and you can get you a minus go. two and a half at Circus Sports. So if you lean, oh, and DraftKings. So if you lean that way, go to those books and don't lay the three, lay the two and a half. Why wouldn't you? And number two, uh, everybody bitching about Denver not having a quarterback last week. Well, New Orleans didn't play with a quarterback either. So you know oh, what? Go fuck right. yourself, Denver Broncos
1: fans. How about Yikes, that? How that's... about that shit? That's just uncalled for to the Hill family. <laughs> the, the Hill family might be listening, sir. Jesus.
0: Well, they're good Mormon people. There's no way they have the Internet, so let's move on. All right. Tennessee <laughs> Tennessee hosting your S- Cleveland Browns, and they're five-and-a-half point home favorite.
1: Uh, stupid Mormons. All right. So <clears throat> you you just say Tennessee and Cleveland, right? Yes, sir. Gotcha. So – I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> I do like Cleveland. Let me put it out there right now. I like, Cle- I like Cleveland here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean Cleveland. But something stinks in this fucking game. And I swear to God, if this becomes another COVID China flu situation where something pops up, you know, later in the week and we, we get screwed for a ticket that we've already put in, I'm going to be so fucking pissed because this line keeps moving the opposite direction of what I think it should. Uh, Now I could just be completely wrong and and forget everything I just said, but I don't, I I don't see what, like, look, it's been simple. We, we handicap Cleveland the same all year long. You keep Baker clean and he covers. It's as simple as that. And Tennessee is only getting pressure on 16% of quarterback dropbacks. They cannot rush the passer. So I don't see really any way uh, that they don't get to cover here. You know, and I don't, I can't explain why the line is going up, which 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 makes me think there's something shady going on, and some there's some inside information that hasn't come out to the public yet. Um, but I will, I will stick with my guns. I will stick with um, with Cleveland and the and the Baker handicap. And as a matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb again. I'm gonna hit the sounder here, both teams. Give me Cleveland to beat the overrated, slightly overrated Tennessee tight I, I don't see any difference in these teams at all so certainly the points are juicy and i think cleveland with uh no pass rush from tennessee can get this win what do you got
0: love that fucking sounder and we did so it's crazy this game opened at three and a half to your points at five and a half and we even locked it in at the super contest right now we have it at six so it got up yeah to, it got, got six. to six i know it's Back down to five and a half, so I am a little worried about that. I don't know if it's a COVID situation. I hope you're wrong about that. I truly do, Man, but me too. I think it might be. A li- There's been a lot of um, public fading this week on a lot of radio that I've heard uh, on Cleveland talking about. Oh well, they have a negative point differential. They're the only team to ever have this record with a negative point differential in the history of the NFL. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And that's all good and great, and you know what? We use the Pythagorean theorem to base our projections on to start the year, and it's a very good theorem, and it, it has a lot to do with you know point differentials. So there's definitely credence to that. It's a, it's a uh, proven formula for sure over many, many years. However, like you said, when you don't pressure Baker and you don't have a team that can stop the run, which Tennessee can't, I, I really don't see much difference in this team I, other than Henry being so hot, you know. But we've seen that before where he goes on these four or five game hot streaks and then he'll get shut down eventually because he gets worn down eventually because he gets hit so fucking much. And you know what? Cleveland can stop the run a little bit. And the, and the overrunner's 53 and a half. 53 and a half. And you're, and you're going to give me six points? Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I love that. I love the sounder. I love Cleveland here.
1: Yeah, and I've got to, I've actually got an explanation for why the there's a suppression on the point differential it's because Cleveland remember they we talked about it on the podcast they spent a month five weeks actually in Cleveland uh in the in the middle of the season and it's I swear to God every game it was like 30 40 50 mile an hour gust winds. so of course their right. numbers are gonna be suppressed they spent a month in the mistake by the lake with some of the worst football weather you can possibly have when it comes to scoring it's not snow it's not rain it's wind that affects the scoring the most in the nfl and they had a stretch of almost a month where they were dealing with some of the worst passing uh conditions i've ever seen so that explains the the suppression on the point differential
0: yep that's some great fucking insight you're not going to get that shit any fucking where else right here at fgh baby thank you All right, we're going to move on to those Seattle Seahawks, and they are minus 10, hosting the New York, who the fuck knows, is starting for
1: them Giants. Oh, you just pimped out Colt McCoy earlier. You know who's starting. You know who's starting (laughs) this game. Look, I mean... I don't think that they can, I'm I'm just going to say, I don't think they can win this division with with Daniel Jones out. They are not, I mean, obviously no one in this division is a good team, and I don't think they're a good team at all with Daniel Jones out. Um, But, you know, someone has to win it, unfortunately. Someone's going to win this division. Uh, I don't like Seattle to blow them out, you know, because all year long from jump to last week, New York has shown, the ability to fight and fight hard the entire game. Um, this, I've got no lean here. I hope the computers are a coin flip because I, I really hate this fucking game. I hated digging into it. There was no uh, discernible advantage to, to anybody when you factor in the point spread. So I've got nothing here. I will say, however, before I throw it to you, this is a perfect, perfect little teaser spot for Seattle, and it will almost certainly be in one of... In one of my teaser plays on the uh, Sunday Morning Quick Hits. What do you got?
0: Yeah, I like the teaser play here. That's about all I got on this one. So we're going to move on. Good. To Arizona Good. and the desert with the fighting midgets. They're struggling. They're struggling right now. Mm. The three-point home mm. dogs to those L.A. ramp.
1: So I pulled back my Longhorn Hates computers earlier, and I'm going to plan it right here on this one because I struggled <laughs> I struggled with this game so so much um, Arizona's coming off back-to-back losses and the public is losing faith on them which is exactly when we should be ready to take them it's exactly the spot that we want to be on them um, and if Kyler didn't have shoulder issues preventing him from stretching the ball downfield I would like I would be hitting the sounder right now I would be all over arizona in this game but i don't think that he is right he did not look right last week against new england he did not look right against seattle at the end of the game when he got hurt uh earlier and let's face it Kyler, you call him the midget we call him the circus midget he likes to do his little dance but if he doesn't if he's missing one just one of his attributes then he will not be successful Because of his size and his limitations, if he doesn't have his legs or if he doesn't have his ability to throw that beautiful downfield ball, which he does, like that is why he is a success in the NFL at his size of 5'5 or whatever it is, because he does throw a beautiful ball downfield and he does have the uh, advantage of using his legs. But if either one of those are, are missing, that's a problem. It's a big problem for them. So, you know... I'm going to have to lean to the Rams here on, you know, because of the health of the quarterback, which I I can't trust. And on top of that, you have the boomerang factor with LA. They seem to be going up and down all year, specifically the quarterback up and down, you know, all year. He played that brilliant, brilliant game against the Buccaneers a couple weeks ago. And then I don't know what the fuck that was that he put on the field last week. That was just awful. So I do expect him to bounce back. I, I you know, it, as much as it pains me, I got to go get some computers here and lean to L.A. What do you got?
0: What do you mean you don't know what he did? Like? We had San Francisco.
1: We, we knew that was going to happen.
0: We knew it was going to play like shit. No. Did
1: did you see what his numbers? and I, Like, he, 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 you know what? You've, you've said it in the past. You, you nailed it. He is, you've nailed it in the past with his comp. He is fucking Matt Ryan. There's no doubt that dude. Is so up and down, hot and cold. Like you, that's there's the, there's the most beautiful, perfect calm of all time. Golf, Matty Ice, same guy.
0: Yeah, same guy. And at the end of the day, they're all they're they're going to put up numbers that say, "Holy shit, they're really fucking good." But if you watch them game to game, you scratch your head like, "How can you be so bad and yet <laughs> so good?" Like <laughs> I don't understand I what the I fuck don't. is going on here. Now, what I will say on this game is, I do totally agree with your. Uh, Kyler Murray, if he's handicapped, handicapped. Uh, <laughs>
1: well, he's all. Lots to hand- I mean, careful, careful here. That's it. He's he, well, I'm not, yeah,
0: I'm not making what? I'm not making a reference. Yeah, you, to are. This, uh, yeah, short- you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I, know,
1: I already know what you're doing. Yeah. And I know. I see what you're doing and I don't
0: like it. I don't like it. <laughs> what I will say is, uh, you know, the Rams did struggle last week versus, versus uh, San Francisco. They're the number ninth overall DVOA defense. Arizona, very sneakily, the 11th overall DVOA defense. And although Arizona has lost a couple games in a row, they shouldn't have lost that game in New England. There's no way they should have lost that game in New England. <laughs> there was so many so much fluky shit that went on in that. They uh, lost to a quarterback, Longhorn. They lost to a quarterback and Cam Newton, who went 9-for-18. He threw for eighty-four yards. That's mm-hmm. four point seven yards per attempt. And two interceptions with no goddamn touchdowns. And somehow they found a way to lose that game.
1: Now. Hey man. In nineteen fifty that'd have been a hell of a game. Hell of a game.
0: Yeah, he'd have gave way, Tittle a run for the fucking <laughs> MVP on that <laughs> promise. <performance. laughs> oh, okay. Uh, i don't know man i got i gotta stick with the computers on this one i i feel your pain yeah. and i feel your I, I i do feel you know you're kind of lean to go against them here i, I understand it and if yeah. you're with my buddy and you want to bet against this and you want to lose your money you could take <laughs> la Rams at william hill and at draftkings they're at minus two and a half and both of those spots now so don't hmm. lay the full three lay the two and a half and you don't have you have a better chance to not lose your money. However, if you go against their computers, you're probably going to lose your money. So go Cardinals. All right, yep. moving All right. on. Those Green Bay Packers, and they are hosting those goddamn stinky ass
1: Philadelphia Eagles, and they are eight and a half point home favorites. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really frustrating, and at the risk of. You know, everyone turning off our podcast right now at the minute mark of 47 and 25 seconds. Um, I'm going to have to lean Philly here. (laughs) Once once again, don't everybody. Don't don't turn it off. Just hear me out. (laughs) Let me explain. Look. I. Oh, are you waiting for me to say something like really like deep thought? There's, it's the same story all year long with this stupid ass team. The number is too big. The value's all on Philly, whether we like it or not. There's the fucking value on them. Green Bay's been up and down all year long, so it's not like they're a juggernaut that can't be had. Like, I mean, they're just they're they're as wishy washy as you get for for a team with a really good record. Um, and you know, there's one thing you can count on with Philly, and and you can take it to the bank every fucking week, and that's that defense showing up and playing hard. Um, so, if you have a defense that's showing up playing hard that you can count on, it really comes down to, is Carson Wentz going to be the worst quarterback in the NFL? Because if he is, you're, you're toast. If he just plays fucking average, and I mean like 14 to 20th in quarterback rating for that week average. Just in that range. This is a Philly cover and an easy Philly cover. I swear to God. I'm sick I'm sick of taking Philly just like you are, but that is the play, and I lean that way.
0: I mean, you're right. If you look at our power rankings, this game should be Green Bay minus five. Ugh. It should be Green Bay minus five. You're getting three and a half points of value to yeah. the Eagles, and you know what? At one point, I think we locked it in at nine. You're getting four points of value at that point. Now it's come all the way back down. Actually, it was nine and a half at one point. I think we got it at nine by the time we locked it in. And it's it's down a full point from the from the max range that it was because the sharps know like as and again as much as we fucking hate betting that fucking freckled face fuckhead <laughs> if he just, like you said if he just fucking if he just goes out there and if he's just fucking Nick Mullins for Christ's sake ah. they fucking cover this game easily mm-hmm. easily just just,
1: just just average just be I an mean, average just, quarterback.
0: Just if he could convert forty percent of their third downs. Forty percent, which is not outrageous. Forty percent. You know, not fucking zero, but forty percent of their third downs, yeah, they cover easily in this fucking game. So God damn it.
1: Go birds. Yeah. No dirty birds.
0: Alright. Moving on. Those LA Chargers, they are hosting the New England Patriots, and they are a pick'em. pick
1: 'em. Pick! Oh, that's. I mean, how fucking easy does it get? Just pick a winner. Uh, pick a winner. So remind me, is this a computer uh, player? Is this a is this a coin flip? It's another coin flip. Okay. So all right, good. So you know, like you said, New England won last week, surprisingly, against Arizona. Um, and I've already I've already talked about uh, the you know the word about Kyler being hurt and and. And not being able to do what he normally does, normally can do, and when you go against a Belichick, and he knows that there's some possible limitations in your game, I mean, you're you're pretty much toast. And even and that probably that probably explains why you know how Arizona might be better than we think because if if Belichick knew that, which we know he did, and they still had a chance to win, that just tells you number one how good Arizona is, number two how bad new england is um but with that said he is not facing a quarterback now that has any issues he's facing a horse that can just physically dominate a game with his arm and his legs um however i'm gonna throw you a curveball because everything everything i'm saying so far is is saying i'm leaning towards uh the charters here but i like you said at the beginning of this podcast we went over the good the bad and are you kidding me i cannot. Fucking ignore Lynn and his game decision uh decision making. I I I can't ignore that number one in any game. I certainly can't ignore it against one of the greatest in game coaches of all time and Bill Belichick. And you said that like you said, this game's a pick'em. That tells you this game's gonna come down to the end in a close contest. And excuse me, but coach Lynn, Coach Belichick, late game decisions, yeah. Give me the Hall of Famer. I'm going to lean New England here exclusively because of the coach, which is almost never the case. What do you got?
0: I mean, it's hard to argue with that. Uh, As great as uh, the kid has been for the Chargers, and I wasn't a big believer in him, Longhorn was. It was his favorite quarterback coming out of the draft this last year, and he's looking pretty goddamn smart about that. Um, Yeah. In fact, he's – He's the only other quarterback, other than Patrick Mahomes, that's played. You know, whatever the qual- qualification games are more than four or five, whatever it is. He's the only quarterback averaging over three hundred yards a game in the entire NFL. It's Patrick Mahomes and fucking Herbert, and that's it. That's fucking it. Mm-hmm. That's how good that kid. And not that you know, passing yards equates wins. Blah blah blah. It doesn't matter if you, you can't fucking throw for three hundred yards a game unless you're at least fucking pretty goddamn confident. Let's just agree on that. Um, But again, if you look at Anthony Lynn and how bad he is at just coaching football, and like you said, he's a walk around fucking coach. He doesn't call plays. You know, his whole thing is managing the game. And I had to watch him literally watch his eyes go up to the clock. (laughs) I read his lips and said, He said, Oh, we only have one more play. And he put up one. He's like, (laughs) And he turned around and he's like, Get back out there. Like, it's three fucking seconds. You already know mm-hmm. you only had time. And they called a timeout just to get. And that's what your reaction was when they Ugh. gifted you a timeout just so they could catch their fucking breath. Because Buffalo didn't even need to stop you. You could have scored the touchdown. There was going to be no time left. They were going to win the game. They didn't
1: give a shit.
0: They just wanted Sir, to call a timeout, calm give, it down, and say, hey, let's let's just but- calm down for a second.
1: Get back on track, sir. You're spinning off into another Anthony Lynn rant.
0: Sorry. <laughs> I, I apologize. I'm still so mad about the fucking loss. I know. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, and the other thing is, too, uh, I think I heard that Belichick against first and second year starters is like 63% hmm. ATS in his career. So that doesn't bode well for the young man um, for the Chargers either. So, I mean, the only way to lean here would be New England. The only thing that gives me pause and we might keep it out of our picks is just like you said, New England is such a bad football team, and their quarterback Cam Newton is so terrible. Like that—that's really the only thing. Like if Cam Newton—if if Cam Newton was just an average starter at this point, we'd be like, oh fuck yeah, New England pound that shit. I mean, it's why worse. wouldn't you? But he's not. He's not. He is. So far, below average is ridiculous. I don't even know how he's still in the field at this point, to be honest with you, but he fucking is. Yeah. We'll All right, get moving on. We're going to the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs, and they are hosting the Denver. Who fucking knows if they got any quarterbacks left, Broncos, and they're 14-point 14, 14 home favorites. <laughs>
1: 14 points. Get the fuck out of here. I got one question for you, Bo You know, it seems to always snow... When Kansas City plays Denver, and we always lose these games because we always take Drew Locke and Denver in the snow. Is it going to snow in Kansas City or in, excuse me, in Denver? Or is it in Kansas City? Where's this game at? It's in Kansas City. Is it going to snow in Kansas City? I mean, is the Pope shit in the woods? Yeah. If it's going to snow in Kansas, <laughs> like I'm going to make this real simple for you guys, okay? Because we, we've got burned on these games several times. If it's going to snow in Kansas City, you fucking lay the points no matter what. If it's not gonna snow, you take the 14. You cross your fucking fingers and you hope that Kansas City has no motivation to get any margin in this game, which is very possible because they've shown the the uh, desire or the lack of desire to get margin plenty of times against teams that they're way better than. Um, Other than that, you know how this works. If you know catching two touchdowns in a division game like this, it's all the value has to be on Denver. I want no fucking Part of it
0: what do you got yeah all the value is definitely on denver uh and if you want kansas city you can get a minus 13 and a half at DraftKings. So you don't have to lay the full two touchdowns but here's what i will say also on denver kansas city is six and five longhorn ats on the season i know they're 10 and one straight up which tells you just what you just said they have no motivation to get margin but Here's my thing. At this point, we've had 11 games. I'm starting to fade away from the motivation standpoint from getting margin to I'm just wondering if they can get margin. I really am because as they start to fade down our power rankings, which they are fading down our power rankings, because their numbers piling up aren't great. Now they've got the greatest quarterback in the world, and they can win any football game they want. Obviously, they've proven that. Yeah. But can they cover these numbers? I mean, they haven't been doing it. They're they're You're crushing right. Andy Reid's ATS record, <laughs> like career. Like they're crushing it this year. They're one of the best teams we've ever seen, except the fact they're six and five ATS. And I will remind you, boys and girls, there's never, ever, been a team that had a losing record ATS to win the Super Bowl. So Ooh. good little nugget. At some, at some point, they're gonna have to start fucking covering some of these spreads, or else. We're going to get some real tasty value against them in the playoffs, and we're going to fucking win one of those games. But I want no part of this one. All right. All right, moving on. Those San Francisco 49ers who won us that money last week, baby. They are hosting those Buffalo Bills who caught – well, they didn't cost us, but whatever. They beat us last week, and it is a pick 'em right now. And what – caveat, it's not in San Francisco. It's in mm. Arizona because, you know – San Francisco said, yo, fuck yourself! You're not playing no goddamn football in our goddamn city. Get out."
1: Yeah, what? What exactly? What exactly are we doing in California, guys? Like, is, what, what are y'all doing out there? Are y'all, are y'all even part of America? We're burning anymore?
0: forest I, downs is mostly what I understand from the news. They burned all their forest downs, and then you know they're, they. They're, you know they got people that act in movies and shit, and they, and they charge you like thirty percent, you know, state tax. I don't, I don't know how anybody lives out there, but
1: God bless them. Yeah, turning the turning turn all their women into men and men into women. Who knows what the <laughs> fuck they're doing out there? I, I can't explain it, but San <laughs> Francisco's playing this game in Arizona. Look, Buffalo. We all. Look, I'm not sure where you got my power records. They're a good team. I don't. They're not a great team. They they they're a team that they they want. <laughs> There's a team that's right on the verge of being a great team, but they're just not ready to do it yet. They always seem to make that mistake, have that turnover um, at the wrong time when 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 it's um, when the great teams won't. Um, now they do beat up on the on the bad teams, um, you know, and they struggle against the, the really good teams. So they, until they put their big boy pants on and be, and become one of these teams that can beat the big boys, to me they're just. A good team and, and, and good teams can be beat in the NFL all the time. Um, the public's going to be all over Buffalo here. And, and, and to me, the Sharks are going to be all over San Francisco. I'm going to be all over San Francisco. Matter of fact, hit the Sounder because I think, you know, what'd you say the line was at? Pick them. Okay. It was at San Francisco plus one. So hit the Sounder. I'm going to count that as one of the Sounders. Um, Buffalo has not. 1 Is this game on Monday night?
0: Mm, no. Did,
1: did it get moved? Game. Did this game get fucking moved cuz I wrote it, down it was on Monday night?
0: It is. Hang on. I got to fucking recheck the schedule now. That, uh when yet? Yeah, when's a? Yes, yes it is. I'm sorry. It's okay. it's late game on Monday night. Late game.
1: The actual Monday okay. night football game. Yes, it is. I thought so, but we got some games left that you haven't talked about, so I was starting to question myself if this on Monday. Look, Buffalo hasn't won on Monday night in 20 years, so my handicap does hold true here. San Francisco <laughs> is going to win this game. The Arizona 49ers win this game. What do you got?
0: <laughs> well, the power rankings definitely agree with you. Uh, Buffalo is about uh, a point better than San Francisco, so as a pick them. If you call it a neutral field, that's fine. Buffalo still has to travel a little bit. San Francisco is actually living in Arizona now. If you guys didn't know that, mm. maybe that's a home game. I don't know. It's kind of a toss up, and you can and it's all over the place. You can get it San Francisco minus one at BetGM. You get plus one at SportingBet.com. Uh, you can get them plus one at DraftKings, and it's a pick of pretty much everywhere else. So mm. it's it's all over the board here. I would lean San Francisco here. I can't wait to see. Josh Allen fell some more because fuck that guy and fuck Buffalo. And moving on. In the early Monday night game, I'm sorry that we're out of order here, but you know what? Fuck you, China and COVID. <laughs> but the Pittsburgh Steelers are now hosting the Washington football people at 5 p.m. on Monday,
1: and they're eight-point home favorites. Yeah. And this is a game I actually really like. I am going to lean to Washington here. And guess who has the best shot now at winning this shitty division? I cannot believe that it's Washington after what's gone down this year. But, um, look, I mean, you might think I'm taking crazy pills here. But I actually like Washington to stay in this game. I don't like them to win it. I'm not going that crazy. But I think this is going to be a close game the entire the entire day, uh, you know, Pittsburgh's been dealing with some bullshit chaos from the league over the last week with that Baltimore game being on, off, moved here, moved there. Are they playing? Are they not? It's just ridiculous what's been going on this year, uh, and that can only be a distraction uh, and, and take Pittsburgh out of their normal routine, which it clearly has. Um, Washington, like I said, has max motivation because they are the, you know, front runners to win this shitty division. You know, I just, maybe you can talk me out of it, but I, I love Washington and the points here. What do you got?
0: No, man, I'm with you. Uh, if you right. actually like Washington, it's one of the few games they do like. Now we will have to see where the line moves to uh, because if it moves a half point in a certain way, it will not like them anymore. However, at this point, it's moving to the way where it will probably end up being a, a, a play for us. Uh, it's at eight now. It was at eight and a half earlier, so eight and a half at BetGM. It's all the way down to seven and a half at the Westgate Superbook. So Washington is climbing the charts there, and they are uh, driving that line down. So a lot of people are agreeing with you. I agree with you. And uh, go football people. All right. All right. And the last game of the week, of course, the coveted Tuesday night football. ba 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 Tuesday Tuesday night football in America. Who could forget that classic? The Baltimore Ravens are now hosting the Dallas Cowboys. And looks like they're about seven and a half point favorites on it's only up on three books in town, so yeah, seven and a half points, what you're gonna get. Yeah, nobody cares.
1: So this game is on (laughs) Tuesday. Is that what you said? It's on Tuesday. Tuesday night football. Okay so i wrote this down as my hello corner tv game uh it's normally not possible to have a corner tv game when it's the only game on tv i'm calling a uh i'm throwing the flag here put it in the corner even on tuesday even though it's the only game on tv no nobody's watching this we're not wasting any time on this i'm moving on we're over an hour into this podcast I'm out, Bo What do you got?
0: I'll say you're dead wrong. This is going to be a highly, highly rated game because it's the only game on TV, and it is those goddamn Dallas Cowboys, and everybody fucking no. loves to hate the Cows, baby. Number one rated game of the fucking weekend. Mark it down right no. now. Tell me what and happens. That, boys and girls was all those wins coming in the air tonight, baby. All right, boys and girls, it's time you all been waiting for. It's time for that NFL free, I said free, pick of the week, baby.
1: Yep, and I hit the sounder earlier. It's a ballsy sounder, but let's go with Cleveland. Catching those points, if you can get them at five and a half or six, whatever the best number is, that is going to be our NFL free pick of the week, Cleveland, plus the points. Now, the Moneyline Parlay of the week is going to be a five-team Moneyline Parlay, and this week it is going to be Houston, New Orleans, Green Bay, New England, and San Francisco. This game, or this Moneyline Parlay pays 17 to 1.
0: That sounds fucking fantastic. Why don't you tell them about that website one more time?
1: All right, you glory hole seekers, that's going to wrap up another award-winning ep- winning episode of the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Y'all come back to the Sports Patio next week, and don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating so we can pay those bills hit us up on any of our social medias and don't forget to subscribe to both our YouTube channels, The Football Glory Ho and The Degenerate with RJ Choppy. We give out free picks on our website, on our podcasts, and also on our YouTube quick hits so people stop being sports stupid and use them all. But more importantly, sign up for those premium picks at our website so that we may become partners. For life and both CFIS as always in a mostly non-sexual way. People, stop throwing away your hard-earned money on the guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend, and join in on the fun of watching football, drinking beer, and never pay a bookie again. Come on.
0: God damn it, people never pay a bookie again. Steven Tyler, take us out,
1: baby!